We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, as always, my fellow football priest and partner in crime. You know him. You love him. Zach Kelberman. Zach there are quite a few things that we want to get to today in terms of things we learned from the debut of Sean Payton as head coach of the Denver Broncos. It's still weird to say that to me, man. It's like pinch yourself. Sean Payton's your head coach. Hashtag extreme competency indeed. But first things first, what was uh, your gut reaction to some of the things he said or what maybe jumped out to you the most today? I feel like um, I said the same things a year ago with the Hackett hire. So I don't want to eat too much crow. I don't want to come off disingenuous, but for the first time in seven years, Chad, I feel like Mr. B's golden standard for the Broncos is safely achievable again, because there is an adult in charge. You know, we all knew that Sean Payton was accomplished. We all knew he was talented. We all know he's experienced. We all know he's revered. We didn't know that he's so hungry. And he made the claim today and he laid out the case for how hungry he is. He needs more than a Snickers bar. His appetite cannot be satiated for winning enough. He talked about the drive uh, coming back every Sunday from doing the Fox pregame show. And it's not the same as driving home after a big win. So you're getting a reinvigorated, remotivated coach and you're getting Sean Payton and all his abilities wrapped up into that. For the first time since I've been on this beat, which is seven years, I could not feel more comfortable with the direction of the franchise. And again, I said the same things last year. I was hype about the Hackett hire, but I even had the same reservations that everyone else had. I even, you know, it's, it was impossible not to recognize the fact that Hackett was a first time head coach, a very green coach and the Broncos were taking a gamble. There's a lot less gamble and a lot less risk associated with Sean Payton and a lot more reward at stake. So landmark press conference, I could not have come away more impressed and more reassured. Um, It didn't exactly Zach take place during the press conference, but it was in the immediate aftermath of the press conference, Payton, held court with the local press corps 
And it didn't take long for Darren McKee, a.k.a. DMAC of uh, 104.3 The Fan, who, let's face it, he's the one guy that is always unafraid to ask the uh, difficult questions, right, that maybe some other people are going to try and find something else to ask. But one of the big pressing concerns, questions surrounding Russell Wilson's big step-back season last year was the fact that You know, too many cooks ruin the broth. His individual personal coach, Jay Keeps, his quarterback's passing coach that he pays privately to coach him and all that. When he left Seattle, Keeps followed him. And not only did he follow him to Denver, Zach, but he followed him in the building. And the Hackett regime allowed that, which was a strange conflict, of course, with the communication and the vibe and the connection and the bonding component of what was happening with Clint Kubiak and uh, Justin Outen. Well, Guess what? Sean Payton was asked about that today by Darren McKee of 104.3 The Fan. This is what he said. It's interesting. Check it out. Thirty seconds. Coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a personal coach. Jake Keeps in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Right, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here. Our players will be here, and that'll be it. That'll be it, Zach. So uh, what what was your reaction? Love it. Again, personal accountability has returned to the building, something that hasn't been there since Gary Kubiak hung up his headset. This is an adult. This is more than extreme competency, Chad. This is someone who's come in and already gotten rid of the strength and conditioning coach. He's brought in his own O-line coach. He's doing things his way, and he's the one guy Maybe except for Jim Harbaugh, but this is the this is what I wanted, and this is what I was going to say, and I have said, you needed to treat Russell Wilson like any one of the 53. He does not deserve any special privileges, any special allowances, no private entourages. He is one of the guys, and you had to have someone, someone come in there with enough uh, testicular fortitude to tell him that he is one of the guys. And Sean Payton has done that. So see a Jay keeps the Broncos have their own quarterback coach, whoever it may be. And that guy is going to work with Russell Wilson. Sam Bam in the house, jumping in early before we even went live with a very generous super chat. Appreciate you, big dog. He says, good evening, Chad and Zach. Great press conference today. Welcoming coach Sean Payton to Broncos country. I felt very confident his plan in his plan and direction for the Broncos going forward, go Broncos. Yeah. You, you come off, you come away from that at the very least. I think Zach, the press conference today, realizing that this is a veteran, one of my favorite little anecdotes he shared. And it wasn't so much an anecdote, but almost like a metaphor, I guess was he talked about when he first got into the league or as a head coach 2006. So when he first got that job with the saints, you know, the, the Patriots were coming off that, three and four years kind of dynasty and they were the bee's knees. And of course they'd been the bee's knees. They would go on to remain the bee's knees. And he's really put them under the microscope. And he used that, pardon me, that metaphor of, you know, Hey, if the pizza, if you're a pizza house and the pizza joint down the street's got a line out the door, don't you want to maybe study that and figure out what they're putting in their crust, etc. And, um, you know, that's a far cry from the head coach, brand new head coach getting up to the podium and going, holy shiz right like we're we're on two different levels now and it feels nice to have more than just an adult like this is hashtag extreme competence i can't wait to see how it trickles down to almost every facet of the team relative to 
Russell Wilson, the offense, the offensive line. We've got some news to talk about as far as the offensive line goes too, Zach. But Rock Chalk Broncos jumping in to say, and thank you, bro, for the super. It's great to see the Broncos now have an adult and not a goofball as head coach. Sean Payton made it clear it's team first and nobody, looking at you, Russ, is above the team. Payton's in charge, and I'm all for it. You know, he even talked about you can't focus on winning the draft. Those things are good, and uh, you you definitely want to always be the best at what you're doing, but it's what you do in the fall that counts. It's about winning football games, point-blank, period. So I'm not going to get too overhyped over one press conference. You know, even Nathaniel Hackett uh, sounded good in front of the media when his first couple uh, pressers, but... I don't think you could have orchestrated a better introduction to Broncos country for Sean Payton and including, I love the fact that he was asked about Kansas city and Philadelphia, the Super Bowl, And he goes, I'm picking Philadelphia because we don't want anyone in our division to win anything. He has already embraced what it, what it means to be in the AFC West. He's already embraced the Broncos and chiefs rivalry. And how much of a deviation is that from Hackett who wouldn't badmouth the Raiders wouldn't badmouth mouth Kansas City this is a real legitimate bona fide coach and how nice it is we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That was one of my favorite quotes. One of my favorite quotes. Uh, already making himself a legend. And it takes some cojones to say that in your very first press conference with a new team, but this is not a first-time head coach. This is a coach that's been doing it a long, long time. Michaela jumping in. Our friend Michaela Israel, much love and respect. She's been supporting the Bridge the Gap cause too, and I appreciate that, Michaela. She says, love what Peyton said, Zach, about picking the Eagles and not wanting KC to win the Super Bowl. Indeed, you want to hear that. And you know what? You run If you're Sean Payton and you run into Andy Reid or something, it's gamesmanship. Of course, you're going to say that, you know, or you should say that. You should at least showcase some kind of a pride and competitive edge, and it's refreshing to have that. And it doesn't feel hollow 
right? It doesn't feel like it's lacking teeth um, this time around. The Duchess, two Michaelas in a row, both near and dear to our hearts. Michaela Parker, of course, a Mount Rushmore Super Chat superstar throwing down. Love you. She says, it's nice to have a real coach again, not just a likable guy, but someone that is competent. Much love to the MHH family. Right back at you. Yeah, and he does. He is very likable as well. I didn't think Zach, for what it's worth, he made for a very uh, interesting analyst at Fox Sports his first year there. Uh, but he's back where he belongs. You were talking about how he mentioned the itch and how as far as satisfaction driving home from Fox Sports, it's just not the same as it is driving home from the stadium after a win or whatever. He's where he belongs. He's back in the coaching ranks. And I loved hearing from him, too, that this was the place he wanted to be. And we heard all the we heard all the uh, reports early on. And of course, he's going to say that. All right. So there is a level of, uh, you know, healthy skepticism we can put in there. But from the early on reporting, Zach, it was, I don't know, man, if Sean Payton, were, why would you want to come to Denver? Russ is washed. You know, you got all these injury problems. What, what's going to happen on the defense? He wanted to come here, and I believe that, Zach, because I think there were other teams that would have been willing to meet the compensation package, not just for him, but the Saints as well. He wanted to come to Denver for a reason. It wasn't just about money either. I mean, he he dispelled a lot of misconceptions that were floated uh, about him on social media, and you know, if it was just the money, then he would have been content at Fox Sports, but like you said, he wasn't the most riveting analyst. I believe it's because his heart wasn't in it like it is in football. And he genuinely missed coaching a team. He genuinely missed being the, you know, the frontward facing face of the franchise. And now he's that with the Broncos. And, you know, I, I love what he said to even open the press conference, Chad. He said, the first time I did this in 2006, I had three pages of notes that my agent prepared. And he came off purposely scripted. This was off the cuff. This was from the heart. And he talked about the ownership group and how much that meant to him. Everyone from Greg Penner to Carey to Condoleezza Rice. Uh, he even mentioned Lewis Hamilton when talking about D'Amico Ryans. Um, I like he, that. He talked about George Payton as well. And I want to talk about Payton for a second. It's going to be so confusing, by the way, Payton and Payton. Um, this deal, and I, someone said it in the comments, and it's true, would not have been done would not have gone down without George Payton and anyone who does not believe or did not believe that Payton was an asset to the franchise. I hope you take Sean's word for it because they already have a personal bond. And what Sean Payton talked about working alongside George in the same capacity, he worked alongside Mickey Loomis. That's a healthy, strong professional bond. And that can only make a franchise stronger is having two brains, two heads and two sets of um, opinions to better the team with. So I, I think the power structure appealed to him. I think not having so much of an overbearing GM and George Payton, but someone still as adept at deal-making, negotiating, player scouting as George Payton, I, I think it all came together for Sean, and the love of the game pushed him over the top. Zach, you had an article for us today covering this at milehighhuddle.com. Report Broncos hire Zach Streif as new O-line coach. So – all the hopes that fans might have had for uh, Mark Schlereth. And who knows, still within the realm of the possible that Mark Schlereth could join as a consultant or an assistant. I doubt it. But um, And thank you, BK, for the super chat, brother. Yes, he says, finally have an OL coach. Yes, indeed. We're going to get to this a little bit. Phil, appreciate you, brother. Uh, nice intro, he says today. Really hope the hype 
I really hope the hype uh, shows up in the play. Any thoughts on Streif? Uh, Zach, you wrote this up. I'll let you start with uh, the Denver Broncos tapping New Orleans Saints assistant O-line coach Zach Streif as the new O-line coach. And, of course, this is a former player under Peyton as well. Yeah, a longtime player, 94-game starter. He won a Super Bowl. He was a first-team All-Pro. He's only been in the coaching realm since 2021, so he's fairly green. But if you go on Saints Twitter, I have uh, Nick Underhill who covers the Saints. He said it's a big loss for their coaching staff. He is one of the smartest people in the building. He's a um, fast-rising assistant who... I think could make a good OL coach. It's a little bit of an out-of-the-box hire. They could have gone for someone like Rauscher or Mike Munchak, but I like that Peyton got to handpick his own guy, and oftentimes the best OL coaches were former players themselves. So I'm really excited to see what Streif does because he can't be much worse than Butch Berry last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see it. I mean, again... um, at this stage, I put my faith in uh, the track record of Sean Payton because, you know, he talked about wanting to see what the New England Patriots were putting in their pizza crust. Well, guess what? There were a lot of people trying to figure out what the New Orleans Saints were putting in their crust as well. Uh, Marcus Lewis, Hannah, what's up, brother? Cross the pond, throwing down on Facebook. Appreciate the support, big dog. He says, hi, guys. Love and respect to you and all Broncos followers. Oh, boy. Someone who can take control and get Russ in line. This is important, Zach. I know we we already kind of scratched the surface on this subject, but Russ, you know, I I understand the let Russ cook, that whole, you know, uh, push that started in Seattle. The Broncos went a little too overboard in allowing Russ to, you know, pick the groceries, uh, pick who was going to help him cook. And now, dude, turns out that this is a quarterback that, is very talented, still has, I think, plenty of gas left in the tank, but he thrives best, Zach, within a structure. And I think Sean Payton is going to figure out what that structure is, how how it works for him. Um, you know, we heard a lot about attention to detail today, and we've heard a lot about that since the Broncos hired Sean Payton. I thought it was interesting, another tip of the cap to Darren McKee of the fan. One of his questions during the press conference actually was, Hey, we've heard a lot about the details in Denver over the years, right? Going back to Vic Fangio, death by inches and whatnot. Um, and how is it going to be different here? And I don't really want to get into uh, Peyton's response to that, but I only bring it up because Sean Payton, it's about layers. It's about levels of anal- multiple levels of analysis. This is not just a surface coach that's trying to throw somebody in and hope for the best. This is a guy that's going to go to great length to put Russell Wilson and every player on this roster in the best position possible to succeed. I just love the fact that Sean Payton has common sense because he referenced the fact that Russ's last two games looked a lot better uh, than his previous, whatever it was, 13 or 14. And I really, I love the way Sean Payton talks because he talks in in so many analogies. And it's always been something that's, you know, uh, stuck with me when someone, you know, speaks that way, it, it makes them more impactful, at least in my eyes. But he said, nobody wants to go to a karaoke bar where you don't know the words of the song. Right. And I think that was a perfect way to put it in terms of Russell Wilson and uh, putting your players in the best position to succeed. It's the one thing that we hammered on this podcast 
over and over and over. Just play to his strengths, play to the offense's strengths, and you can still make a lot of hay. If Justin Outen can do it, Sean Payton damn sure can. And I love the fact that he put it out there and he made it known that that's what he is going to do. The player, unlike what Hackett said last year, the player will become the system under Sean Payton. Hashtag chasing the chicken. I loved that too. I loved hearing that. Uh, Daniel Vasquez jumping in. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks for being with us. Says Sean Payton isn't afraid being himself. I like his level of sternness and confidence. Looking forward to the next season. I like some of the things he said about a maniacal attention to detail, right? Throwing in maniacal. um, Talked about, I'm not a tyrant. I mean, I sometimes can be a tyrant. I like that because you could tell that there was like a playful <clears throat> thing happening there in that particular moment uh, between he and George Payton. But at the same time, that's a guy that's also like making it clear, like if, if and when I need to drop the hammer, the hammer will get dropped. Don't you worry, which is a far cry, Zach, from the love them up, affable, goofy, you know, Nathaniel Hackett botched tenure in the Mile High City. There's credibility there now. And there is an an air more than an air there is a feel of authority and man the broncos have needed that for a long time it's just nice having a head coach talk in his intro press conference and he can like draw on previous experience because the last three coaches they've brought in to have these intro pressers have all been first timers and they've all been kind of you know taking things as they come sean payton doesn't have to do that in terms you know you mentioned george and the working relationship they're going to have I like what he said as well about Mickey Loomis, one of his closest personal friends in the world, by the way, is the Saints GM. And he said, it wasn't always easy. The NFL is a very tough business, but it was always professional and courteous and and respectful and uh, productive. They got into a room and they talked about what player they should draft, what player they should sign, and yada, yada. They will work hand-in-hand, George and Sean. They're not going to be butting heads. There's no power struggle. This is as ideal of a setup as you could hope for involving a general manager and a new head coach in Sean Payton. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I liked what he had to say, you know, as a Parcells guy, right? Sean Payton uh, is a sprig off the Bill Parcells coaching tree, and I loved what he had to say. A lot of cool little anecdotes about his time with Parcells, um, which I find Bill Parcells, some people don't, but I find him to be one of the more interesting uh, figures in the last three decades of the NFL, um, four decades actually going way back because I just realized I'm getting pretty damn old. 
one of the favorite thing was uh, that he said about it was Parcells is like, look, there's got you got to be there's got to be law and order, meaning, you know, you have to be you have to uh, hold players accountable, coaching staff, assistants accountable. There has to be a system. There has to be a, an approach. There has to be law and order. And when that law and order gets violated, when the rules, the laws of the team, et cetera, or the culture get broken, there have to be consequences. And I, I loved hearing that 78 Leadhead also bringing up another cool thing. We knew this at the time. We, we felt it strongly, Zach, in our bones that when he showed up on the Fox Sports set uh, last weekend wearing an orange tie and uh, was, it, was it a blue tie and orange shoes or orange tie and blue orange shoes? Tie. And, orange tie, orangish shoes that uh, he might be signaling something here. And as a 78 Leadhead is reminding us too, he confirmed indeed that was a message to – I mean, who was he sending the message to? It wasn't to you and I. It wasn't to fans. He was sending that message to the Walton Penner group. Yeah, I just, I, I love his demeanor. It's very, I, I don't know, it's playful and trollish and maybe a little petty, but all in the in the, in the the good ways and all in the, the name of uh, some fun. So, uh, Leadhead, I definitely echo what you're saying there. Sometimes conspiracy theories aren't conspiracy theories. I'll leave it the at that. Duchess, uh saying Peytonville, we have Sean Payton, George Payton, and Peyton frickin' Manning. Love it. I know, and that's why it's like, hey, we wondered, Zach, whether or not that might be an impediment to him wanting to come here. It's like, do I want to confuse my name with the frickin' GM and the most one of the two most famous guys to ever don the orange and blue, Peyton? But it turns out that didn't matter one whit. And if anything, Zach, it's one of those things where it's like written in the stars type thing, right? You've got uh, the three patents, the, the three patents that are probably the most known patents anyway. I mean, I guess you could even throw in Peyton Hillis, right? Four patents that have uh, Broncos associations. But it was also interesting as we're talking about multiple patents here, Zach, he had, uh, Sean acknowledged that his reputation, George Peyton's reputation preceded him relative to Sean Peyton's opinion going into these meetings and then he realized quite quickly that they do have a lot in common and verified that what he'd heard it turns out this guy is the truth so some of those inter- those uh you want to talk conspiracy theories that George Payton could be dispatched following this draft i would get that out of your head never say never it's the nfl stranger things right but i think uh george payton is here to stay that anecdote he shared about the first time first game he coached at san diego state as a graduate assistant george payton was on the field playing in that game that was cool sam bam and then i'm gonna serve this back to you bro thank you by the way sam he says speaking of the o-line how do you think the broncos go about fixing it with limited draft picks uh free agency also i'm guessing bowls and minors are the only holdovers from last year's uh denver broncos for life yeah people keep discounting bowls as if he's on unshaky or on shaky ground uh relative to his 23 outlook as a bronco I haven't heard anything to back that up. I think this is a most a correct assertion that Bulls and Miners are probably the two guys you can count on being there in the starting five in 2023. But what's your answer? Well, the thing about Peyton is uh, he knows a lot of people around the NFL. For uh, George Peyton does, and Sean Peyton knows a lot of the same people. And I, and I like this is a little bit of an aside, but you're seeing at least I noticed more of a lighthearted side from George Peyton come out today, and maybe he's relieved that the pressure is off him, and he landed the big fish head coach. Um, he said that growing up, he always wanted a Y in his name because people called him George Patton. 
So, you know, it's just one of those little things. In terms of the O-line, uh, George Payton even said today, we have five picks, but the good thing is a lot of the picks that we've made in the last couple of years, they're either starters or key players or uh, up-and-coming young players, so they feel good about that, and they are going to be aggressive in free agency. So that's how they're going to go about fixing the O-line is throw a lot of money at it. That's the new way, that's the new way of business with the Broncos and use whatever draft picks uh, to supplement that. But I would say Bowles, the only reason there was any – lingering doubt is because maybe they trade him to recoup some of the capital they've lost with Russ and now Sean Payton, but you can't, you know, take one to help the other out. I, I think he'll come back. I think minors will come back as well, but you're going to have at least three new starters on the old line and a couple backups as well. You know, it's, it's kind of like with, when we talk about Sh- Sean Payton, the way he presents himself, I'm reminded and, and Scott, thank you for helping me connect the dots here. When Aqib Tlaib was not a Bronco, he was a guy that you love to hate. He was a guy that is easy to hate if he's not on your team. But when he's on your team, all those qualities that you hated about him when he was a Patriot, etc., suddenly those are the things you treasure and, and, and appreciate the most. And you know, It's the same kind of thing that led to Chaingate, right? Ripping that chain from Michael Crabtree. And a similar principle applies with Sean Payton to a much lesser degree is he might come off a little bit as smug right but now that smug guy is broncos country's smug head coach that's playing the game he's smart he said right off the bat you're gonna ask me about coach you know his initial statement off the cuff you're gonna ask me about coaching hires and this that and the other and i'm probably not gonna answer those questions like hey troll whatever you want to say about it but it's actually a little bit refreshing a day from georgia Good to see you, brother. Longtime Super Chat superstar saying, very curious, Zach, to see who the D.C. will be. Hope you all are having a great night. We are, bro, and it got even better with you in the house. Appreciate you, Dave. What are you hearing? What are you thinking, defensive coordinator? Well, Brian Flores is out because he took the D.C. job in Minnesota. So Sean Desai, who they're interviewing tomorrow via Zoom, that's one candidate. Um, the other interesting one here is Mike Zimmer who Sean even, you know, name dropped during his press conference. And I can't remember who reported. I think it was Peter King or Albert Breer. Someone linked Zimmer to the Broncos as well. So I would say that Desai, I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. I'm pretty sure I am. He would be the tentative front runner right now. But Mike Zimmer, keep that name uh, in the back of your head as well. Yeah, because the last I remember looking up old Mike Zimmer is after he got fired from the Vikings last year, he returned to the college ranks. Um, I think he's in Colorado now with Dion. Yeah, he was at Jackson State in 2022 as an analyst. Uh, And then let's see. Yeah, ties to to Coach Dion, Coach Prime. Man, what a a vacuum he created leaving Jackson State. I'm seeing some of the clips of how his players reacted when he left, like crying on the sideline in that that last game and stuff. Anyway, uh, Duchess, number three tonight. Love you. She says, Sean Payton is the head chef. He writes the menu. Russ is the sous chef. He needs to execute the menu. Nice. Nice. That's a, that's a nice metaphor right there. Love it, Michaela. Thank you. Uh, the past master jumping in. Appreciate that. Uh, curious what the Sean Payton hire means for running back Javante Williams. Well, first things first, it's nothing but good if he's on the field. So the, the first obstacle that Javante has to uh, – master here and overcome is getting that knee right and getting hopefully back to the, the same player that he was pre-injury. But 
um, you know, not exactly a pass catching running back or you don't think of him that way, but he hasn't ever been coached by Sean Payton before. So he's a very smart player, very athletic, as we know about about Javante Puki, very physical runner. I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, and then this, Zach, wow. And then I'm going to serve it back to you. Lady D throwing down a massive super chat in the house. Appreciate you, Deanna. You, she says, love Peyton's presser. Great to finally have a competent coach. Excited to see how he helps Wilson. And super excited again. Excellent O-line coach. Just glad we didn't go with Flores, MHH for life. I am too. And not so much glad that they didn't, but there's a part of me that I'm not going to lie is – righteously indignant about some of the accusations that were leveled at the Broncos in that lawsuit that people I've talked to say had no, no merit. So it kind of felt like you, they were getting drugged through the mud for, uh, you know, unnecessarily. Yeah. Thank you, Deanna. I appreciate your contribution as always. Um, I, I, I don't know. I do think Brian Flores is a really strong defensive mind, but they don't really need that toxicity in the locker room considering they're trying to weed out all of that toxicity in the first place. About Javante going back a previous super, Sean Payton's system values pass-catching backs, and that's why I feel like Latavius Murray, who he coached in New Orleans, is pretty much a lock to come back, and I want him to at least to hold the fort until Javante is ready. But if they do pick up a third, which they will, I don't think they're going to splurge on like a Tony Pollard, Kareem Hunt, Miles Sanders, but if they do go for a third running back, that guy will have to be adept at catching passes. That's one staple of a Sean Payton system is using every player to take advantage of the defense. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it takes shape, the the backfield. F.A. jumping in with a big baller super chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. He says, uh, man, Peyton, let it be known who the new sheriff in town is. Love it. This team needs that. I came away hyped from the big presser. Big difference between the last three. That's right. Going all the way back to uh, the Vic, the uh, Vance Joseph hire, then Vic Fangio, then Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, it's a feeling of been there, done that cool competence you know and that was one of the things Zach that we harped on when the Broncos said about the search for a new head coach was prioritize hashtag extreme competency and I'll say that the last time I really felt that same kind of vibe was when Coob was in the house um F.A. again thanks brother by the way what are your thoughts on the new O-line hire and no Flores Thank goodness the future is looking bright in Broncos country. I love the fact that he's going for the Eagles and understands the rivalry, unlike the last coach. Yes, thank you, brother. Two very generous Super Chats. A Mount Rushmore superstar for a reason. Your thoughts, Zach? I do like the new OL. I mean, you're taking a, a risk. You're going younger. You're going a little more inexperienced. A lot of people wanted Mike Munchak, but... This is someone who Sean Payton holds in really high regard. This is someone who's considered a fast-rising assistant around the NFL and one of the smartest people, maybe the smartest coach in the Saints building, not anymore because he's joining the Broncos. But I, I do like that Sean has full autonomy to build his own staff. And like I mentioned earlier, Sometimes the best coaches are former players. Look at D'Amico Ryans, for example. They have that intimate knowledge of the game that you can't replicate or learn, or you know, you either have that or you don't that experience to draw back on. And Zach Streif does. Also, great name. Got to point that out. Yeah, uh, stoked, dude. Stoked. 
I was maybe curious to see if if Peyton would um, re- try and rekindle things, at least for the Broncos, with Mike Munchak. But if the Saints and the beat writers around the Saints are shedding tears over the losing streak, that's a, that's a positive harbinger. Let's just put it that way uh, for the Denver Broncos' new O-line hire. And those who might be disappointed that it's not going to be a stink, well, probably was never going to be that anyway. Uh, but it sure made for a fun story. That article did a crap ton of traffic. Um, so people were definitely interested in it. But uh, Jonathan Peterson, one, jumping in. Thank you, brother. He says, late to the party, my favorite statement from Peyton today was, we don't want our rivals to win anything. Yeah, love it, dude. Lay down the gauntlet, Zach. Let's get a little bit of swagger back in the building. I mean, speaking of swagger, the, the last couple intro press conferences have featured, you know, hits such as this is not a rebuild, it's a reboot. Then there was no death by inches with Fangio knocking Von Miller, who's sitting right there. And then you have, you know, Hackett going, woohoo, you know, as like Homer Simpson reincarnated in real life. Um, this is definitely a breath of fresh air and a step up. And I love the fact he's embracing the Broncos already. You're talking about a guy with no ties to the Broncos previously no ties to Colorado or Denver or the area or the community and he's come in in less than a week and is already saying I'm rooting for Philly in the Super Bowl you know F Kansas City F Vegas and F LA we're all about Denver here right Mike Likens we're all about Mike Likens as well throwing down some stars on Facebook appreciate you big dog he says looking forward to seeing who will round out the staff I hope Sean's baggage is Louis Lewis Luis, Luis, I don't know. Louis. Have a good night, dudes. Louis V. Uh, oh. Syntax interpreter. Louis Vuitton. Oh, okay. Is that like fashion or something? I don't know. It's high fashion. I'm wearing a cancel, cancel culture shirt. That's what I know about fashion. That's me. Okay. Uh, I got you. <laughs> thank you, though. See, what would I I'm do with that, Zach? He's like my he's like my uh, C3PO dude. He can he can interpret and translate any and all things. Appreciate you Mike. Seriously. Thanks big dog. Uh Debbie Hatfield throwing down a super chat saying excited about Bronco football this fall. It's going to be fun winning again. Let's go Broncos country. Thank you Debbie. We love all the support we get from the ladies of Broncos country and the ladies of our MHH community. So much love and respect. Here's another one from Mandy Lawson on Facebook. Great pod, she says, only my second time watching. Already really enjoy it. Well, welcome. Stick around. Appreciate the uh, the comment and uh, being in the chat tonight. That's awesome. Lady D, three bombastic comments out of the gates. And Deanna throwing down another super saying, Thank I you. agree with silent one. It wasn't a mistake. Uh, he didn't have one positive thing about the different personnel. Change is coming, folks, and it's for the better. So excited next season. Go Broncos. Um, I'm not sure what Silent One said. I'll, I'll look that up. But um, change is coming, Zach. That's most definitely the case. Uh, and, you know, when it came to a couple of comments here tonight, looking forward to winning again, all that, I thought it was interesting how Sean Payton answered the question about I can't remember exactly how it was postured to him, Zach, but something to the effect of here's what silent one said real quick. Didn't mention one positive thing about the current roster. That wasn't by mistake. I don't know how much I'll read into. Well, I'll put what I was going to say in a pin for a second. What are your thoughts here? What they're, what they're saying, the implication that Sean Payton 
did not mention one positive thing about our current roster. But he mentioned that Russ played better the last couple games, but why would he want to complement a roster that went five and 12 and that was historically bad on offense under his, uh, his predecessor, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, He's getting in there and really gutting the whole operation, you know, top to bottom as he should. I read earlier that he's also releasing from their contracts, Peter Hansen, one of the linebacker coaches, and also the assistant OL coach, Ben Steele, he is putting his own fingerprints all over the team, from the coaching staff to the personnel to the players and uh, so on and so forth. So I I want him to do that. $18 million a year, you know, first and second round draft picks, he better have that autonomy. And all we can do is really give him the benefit of the doubt, considering like George Payton mentioned, in 15 years in New Orleans, he's pretty much had a winning record every single year. Top 10, top the number one offense six times in 15 years. He's earned that benefit. He's earned that trust, and the Broncos have given it to him. Mark Ward jumping in. Thank you, brother. Any merit to Saquon Barkley coming to Denver in free agency? Zach, you wrote this up. The odds makers seem to kind of like it as a possible connection, but what do you know about it? I would not do it if I would if I were Sean Payton and George Payton. I would not make that move for someone like Saquon, who's a good running back and all. But would you really want to shell out? What's it going to be at least at least twelve million a year for a, a running back who's you who already has a major injury under his belt? No, you have Javante still on his rookie year coming back. Let's cross our fingers he gets back to a hundred percent or close to it. I'd bring back Latavius Murray because he has experience with Sean Payton and then draft a running back as a pass catcher in the later rounds and go to war. I would not bring in Saquon. I'm about bringing in Mike Zimmer. I have long been a fanboy of Mike Zimmer. Uh, if there was a way to make that happen, dude, that would be a coup because look, the, the Minnesota Vikings, they had their warts during his time as head coach there, but um, as a defensive coordinator and the defensive mind, He's another one of the most respected guys in that realm in the NFL the last 20 years. And I think back to, uh, if you guys can remember, Hard Knocks, there was a Cincinnati Bengals season. I've referenced this before on the show, but I'll never forget it. There was a, It was that same season, Zach. Do you ever remember seeing the clip of Carson Palmer going up to his center during training camp to take snaps and then basically smelling his hand and complaining about, hey, dude, you need to get in the shower. I can't do this. It was that same season, and there was a clip of uh, Mike Zimmer, who was the defensive coordinator at the time under Marvin Lewis, and he, it showed him in his office. You know, they had, like, cameras up in the corner of an office, so you see, like, the whole – and you see him at his desk, and he's talking to somebody. And, of course, always a massive dip. Kids, don't ever chew. Don't ever use tobacco. Bad news. Bad stuff. What I'm about to say, I'm not trying to glorify dip or anything like that, okay? But you see right next to him, like three massive cases, not bags or packages, cases of red man chewing tobacco. This dude is like Mike Zimmer. He's just a hard guy, and I would love to see that deep, that kind of mentality uh, on the defense. But he is a four-three guy, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right, Scott? He's he's always been a four-three guy in Dallas and Minnesota and Cincy, so that would be something. Uh, Michaela, real quick, Zach, as I ramble on, saying Sean Payton, a man equals a man Hackett equals a boy among men well said yeah pretty much uh put to the point there Michaela um the thing about Zimmer 
I don't see the same um, hate for him like a lot of other people do. I realize he's not the best head coach, but he's on that like Wade Phillips spectrum where not a good head coach, but a really, really, really good coordinator, similar to Brian Flores as well. And I remember, I believe it was 09 when Zimmer lost his wife and he was awarded the game ball by Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. Just a very likable guy as far as I'm concerned, but you have to contend with, you mentioned him running a four, three, the Broncos have three, four personnel. And also he did just sign a deal at Colorado with Dion. So does he honor that deal? Is it even feasible? We don't know those details yet. Didn't he just lose his son too, Mike Zimmer, not too long ago? Adam Zimmer? Oh. I want to say that's scratching at the back of my mind. Um, yeah, it said – I'm looking up his wiki. It said was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate. Last, last Halloween, age 38. Young, sudden death. I don't know what it was attributed to, but uh, – Harsh. Garth Knight, bro, appreciate you. Gentlemen, I like this Sean Payton fella. I like his appreciation of Latavius Murray, whether or not he makes the 2023 roster. Uh, Scott's over here trying to uh, distract us yeah. with cute kittens and whatnot in his uh, in the green room. But Latavius Murray, look, I like what I saw from him last year. I think you got probably one you'd be safe feeling like you got one more year with Latavius Murray, giving you similar production to what you got. Um, and he really flourished Zach that especially after Melvin Gordon was dealt or cut, not dealt. Well, anyone would look better. I think it was a little bit of that, the recency bias, anyone would look better or confirmation bias, whatever bias you want to use uh, because Melvin Gordon was so unreliable, but I did appreciate Latavius. You know, he's, he's not going to be the most explosive running back, especially at this age of his career, but he's so reliable. He's so consistent. He's so trustworthy. And those are three qualities you want in a, preferably an RB2. So I am all for the Broncos calling him up saying, listen, Latavius, what will it take for you to come back to Denver on a one or two year deal, reunite with your former coach and Sean Payton? I would wager that Latavius would say, not much. I'm in. In case you guys missed it, uh, if, you, if you weren't with us at the top of the stream, Sean Payton made it clear that the idea of personal coaches a la Russell Wilson's personal throwing coach, being in the building and interacting with the team in any way, shape, or form, that's out the window. That's not going to happen here, quote. Zach, do you think he's going to allow Russ to keep that office? What do you think is going to happen there? I hope not. I hope he's as committed to making Russ one of the 53 as he intimated today. How could you take away his personal entourage but allow him his own office in the Valley, it kind of sends the same message, parking spots and this and that. No, everyone has to be on level playing ground. Just because Russell Wilson, you know, is worth $245 million just because he's the quarterback and he's Russell Wilson doesn't entitle him to any added benefits or protection or anything like that, especially after last year. No one deserves any sort of reward for the Broncos going 5-12. and 12. They have to earn their spot, and they have to earn those benefits as the year goes on. Well said. All right, guys. Tonight we have to keep it a little bit uh, shorter than usual, so any burning topics, questions that we haven't gotten to tonight, uh, get them in the chat, and we will get to them before we got to dip on out of here. But, Zach... 
what did you think about his comment, Sean Payton, what he had to say about the play clock? All right. And, and Russ, I can find the direct quote, but it would take me a second. He said the fans won't have to count down the play clock as long as I'm here. And I, I don't know. I think he's joking and kind of making light of that situation, but it's also a backhanded or a subtle backhanded shot at Nathaniel Hackett because that should never happen. The home crowd should never have to chant in unison the play clock winding down. That, to me, showed that Hackett wasn't cut out for it. And I think the the clock was starting to tick on his time in Denver from that point forward. So it's it goes without saying because it was so unprecedented because it never happened before, at least that I saw in a professional football game. But he was emphasizing that there's a new leader in town, an actual leader in town now, and I'm going to get down to business. Uh, JB on Twitch, we always try to get to at least one Twitch comment question on each stream, if and when we can, saying, was it odd? that there were no reported players in attendance, Zach, today at the at the Sean Payton introductory press conference. Personally, I actually like it. Was it odd? Maybe in a sense. Um, but what it sent, the message that it sent is that no one's here on scholarship. You know, like, guys, be ready. This There's a new sheriff in town. Even Russell Wilson, right? Uh, not witnessed in the room for his intro presser. We also heard that – what was the exact phrase he used, Zach, when he was telling him, getting the call from Drew Brees, that, oh, Russ is wearing – Russell Wilson's wearing me out, coach. Like, Russ is, you know, bugging him, trying to uh, basically uh, either pick his brain about Sean Payton or maybe try and use him as a go-between to get to Sean so he could talk to Sean. Sean was a little bit reluctant only because he didn't want to do anything that would violate NFL rules, but they did ultimately talk. Uh, but did you read into anything as JB's a little – maybe concerned here about no players being at the presser? I think I have a theory as to why. Usually these press conferences are after the season a few weeks, so players are still in town. This is, you know, February 6th, so since the season ended, a lot of players have gone their separate ways and gone on vacation and got out of town. That could explain that, but I don't really care that there were no players there or reported players there because there were players at Vic Fangio's press conference. There damn sure were players at Nathaniel Hackett's press conference. And how did that avail them? Not well. There's no correlation to winning. And that's all that matters in the end. That's what Sean Payton said himself. That's all that matters is winning football games when you boil it down. So I really don't pay any mind to it. And it's true, man. You don't win in the off season with that. If nothing else, the last six years, has hammered that reality home for Broncos fans. You know, exciting young Vance Joseph. I mean, in retrospect, it's hard maybe to remember. People were excited about Vance Joseph. This was the guy Kubiak actually wanted to be defensive coordinator, but the Bengals blocked him, and he ended up hiring Wade Phillips. And everyone said, look, those days are in the past. It's time to move on and turn the page to a new era of Broncos football, and it's exciting. But uh, – Zach, I think I think we're pretty much at the finish line. Unless there's anything else, guys, you want us to to jump to? I guess uh, shout out to you. I want to give a special shout out real quick to Phil McLaughlin, throwing down stars tonight as he is wont to do, and he is on a 26 week streak of supporting Mile High Huddle with actual Facebook stars. So Phil down in Tucson, much love and respect to you, brother, and another great supporter on Facebook, Ron Keo. Michael saying Sean Payton is the right guy to lead the Broncos to the next level in the NFL. Let's go. Can't wait for September. Well said. 
Well said. I see, you know, debates about Willis McGahee and Travis Henry in the side comments. So I think that's our cue, Chad, to get on out of here for this evening. That was the Mile High Huddle podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this gut reaction episode after Sean Payton's introductory press conference. If you're not doing so, follow us on Twitter at the MHH Pod. The main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle, Chad's at Chad and Jensen, myself is at Kelberman NFL, and Scott, our producer at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, huddleuppod.com, get your merch on. And also check out facebook.com slash Mile High Huddle Pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. If you haven't, guys and gals, go to Apple Podcasts and leave your football priest a five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every single freaking month. But if anything... Guys and gals, please, please, please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. Oh, dude, I timed it this time. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. You did. You made it easy on me, though. You were trying to make it easy on me. Teamwork um, makes the dream work. That's right, baby. Shout out to these great Super Chat superstars throwing down tonight. Sam Bam, Rock Chalk, Michaela Israel, Michaela Parker, BK. Day from Georgia, the past master, Deanna Hendry, F.A., Jonathan Peterson, Debbie Hatfield, Mark Ward, and Garth Knight, and then our great supporters on Facebook, Marcus Lewis Henna, Mike Likens, Phil McLaughlin, Daniel Vasquez Jr. Much love and respect to each and every one of you. A uh, quick reminder, tomorrow, Scott, we've got Broncos for breakfast, right? Solo version with Nick. Uh, but Thursday, next Monday, and next Tuesday, there will not be a Broncos for Breakfast uh, morning podcast because the guys are going on vacation, respectively. So we're just not going to have shows that morning. But Zach and I will be back in the house, of course, Thursday night for our pod. Chris Hernandez throwing in some stars at the 11th hour. Big boy stars. Thank you, brother. Love you, big dog. Hope you're doing well. It's great to see you. Uh, but don't forget tomorrow, Tuesday night, building the Broncos. Wednesday night. Mile High Insiders, and one thing I want to mention relative to Mile High Insiders, Wednesday night, big announcement, something new, something different. Stay tuned for that. Make sure you're available for those guys Wednesday night. And as I want to end on the note here from Jeremy Sean, happy Sean Payton Day, everyone. Enjoy this. Enjoy the fact, like Chad said yesterday, pinch yourselves. Sean Payton is the Broncos coach. Not a first-timer, not a random newbie. This is Sean freaking Payton. So it's a new day in Broncos country, and much better days are ahead. I promise you that. But we're off until Thursday. We'll back on, and we'll see you then. Same time, same place. Until then, though, take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.